Welcome to my podcast. Thank you so much Thank for you. coming on. Thanks for having me. <laughs> I'm so excited to chat with you and catch up and hear about everything you have been up to for yeah. I don't know how many years. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my God. I know. Has it been I really don't know how many. When did, when did I graduate? I graduate? Right? <laughs> when <laughs> Three did years you? ago. Oh my god. I'm like, yeah. Something like that. But I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you graduated and then you went to Japan. So <laughs> Yes. <laughs> I would love to know um just about your experience of graduating college and where you were at and then your decision that led to you traveling to Japan, what you're doing now, all of that stuff. Mm, yeah. So yeah, I graduated 2019 and before graduation, I was so set on going to law school after, but then as graduation came closer and closer, I was like, well, I don't know if that's like my true passion. I want to travel. Oh my God. Like just all these decisions kind of come up. Um, and I thought, okay, I'll just kind of hang out in the area for a bit and maybe just figure some stuff out while I don't have the pressure of finals and whatnot. Maybe I'll have a clearer head. So I moved to Las Vegas for a few months because my mom and her family lived there. Oh, my family lives working. there. <laughs> oh, no way. My parents live, really? they live in Henderson, like oh, the suburbs. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my mom lives like outside the strip in the suburbs. I don't know if it's Henderson. Maybe it's close. It might be um, Summerlin. It's like usually people yeah, are on one side or the so. other. And then yeah. there's the strip. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, it's the suburbs and close to the strip. Amazing. Um, so yeah, what, what month like, was this when you moved back to Vegas? I think it was a few months after graduation. So like maybe a few months, well, a few months after the summer after graduation. Okay. So maybe more towards like fall of 2019. Nice. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And... Yeah, I just worked for um, like a staging and prop company for a few months there, maybe like six months. And then while I was working there, I put an application to teach English in Japan because I wanted to travel. And then my dad was like, why don't you just teach English in a different country? And I was like, oh, well, that's a good way to travel, but also like have the money. Because I was like, I want to travel, but I don't have like money. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I just graduated. <laughs> like. I'm, yeah. I'm new. <laughs> right. I know. So I was like, I have to, if I want to travel, I have to work. So, and that's like, um, probably the default option to like teach English in a different country. Like that's probably the uh, most common method to do that. So in Japan, like I wanted to go somewhere in Asia and I don't know, I've always kind of been interested in Japan, like since I was younger, like whether it be with like anime or like food or cultural aspects. Um, and I was like, you know, I could just go and try it out. And then because the contract is just a year and I'm not feeling it, I could always just head out after. Um, so, yeah, I did that, taught English. At, and I love Japan, but I didn't really like my company I was teaching English for. Um, I loved my school and everything, but the company just, the pay was really low and they were a little bit notorious for um, for the low pay and for kind of like guilt tripping you if you were sick and stuff like that. And just like, I don't know. So I was like, you know, I want to try to move. Um, I was living in the countryside in Japan, which was beautiful, but I wanted to be in like more of the city, um, specifically Osaka city, where there was like more people my age and more of like a nightlife scene. Um, and yeah, just more fun. So I got a job out here 
and I've been living here for a year in the city. And it's Amazing. Really <laughs> what um what job did you get? So or like what strange. do you, yeah well, well I'm like <laughs> tell me about it. It's a strange job. Like so, I applied for an online English teacher position because I was like oh that's cool I can work remotely. But then I went in for an interview and they're like, we're actually looking to do um, like an online department and like fun English videos. Like, do you have any acting experience? And I was like, uh, I've like some, I used to do like some plays when I was a kid. Um, and like, I did like an audition for like some silly kid stuff and they're like, oh, okay, you want to be like the performer? So I am like a performer for I tell people I'm like an actress for English learning videos. Um, so we'll film like in a studio, just like some skits or I have like different characters, but then I also will help like write the scripts and like make sure that they fit um, the target language that we're doing like for each unit. So how yeah, it's wait, how, how did, okay, I'm like, how did you get this job? And also like, did you need like a work visa or anything like that? Like, how does that work? Yeah. So it's like usually people who work for this company are um, English teachers. So they usually will get not usually you get instructor's visa, but there's like a different one called humanities, I think, because it's like an international school, but it is a working visa. Um, but yeah, I guess like this company just wanted to do like something different with like an online department. So I think I applied for something with like good timing because it was like right when they were starting it um okay so yeah <laughs> dang and then wait how did you so you found it through your last job or like um, how did it come online. into your how did it come yeah. into your life <laughs> well there's like um this website everyone looks at usually it's called gaijin pot and gaijin means foreigner in japanese and it has like um it's like a foreign run website and it helps you find apartments and jobs and um like schools and stuff like that in Japan so a lot of the job listings are on there amazing like so yeah. when you were doing this so were you like in the countryside like googling this stuff or did you have friends at the time who helped you to like figure this stuff out like like were you speaking do you speak Japanese and were you speaking Japanese like at this time um I speak a little bit I need to definitely study some more it's a very hard language <laughs> But yeah, I was looking on my own just online and asking some friends for like other recommendations. Um, yeah, everyone was giving me like advice about Osaka because I had a lot of friends that lived out here in the city. Um, and they're just like, you have to move here, like this area, like this is good price for um, foreigners and just like give me housing tips because sometimes it's hard to find housing if you're foreign. And um, yeah, just which area is the best and like what companies are good, what companies have this type of reputation and whatnot. So they were helping me, helping me through like those means. And were these friends that you met like while you were, like when you just got there or like did you already have them before you arrived in Japan? I had no friends when I first arrived, but I made friends at my first jobs orientation. We had like a week long training and orientation. And I feel like everyone, most people were in the same boat where they're like, Oh my God, I have no friends here. So you made friends with those people. Um, but then if you come to the main city and you go out, you'll make a lot of friends, um, it, depending where you go, because there's like kind of a small circle of like 
um, like a foreign, a small foreign circle. And then there's like, like some Japanese people are mixed in with that, but then you, it just depends like on your Japanese level and where you go. Um, and yeah, kind of like what scene you're seeking. And then you kind of meet friends th- through that. Amazing. And what are your friends who you've made in Japan, maybe who are in like similar positions to you or just doing their own thing like that? What kind of jobs do they do also? A lot of people will teach English. Um, I think that's number one. Some people are on working holiday so they can work like maybe at a restaurant or at a bar. um, But Americans don't get working holiday. But like mostly everyone can get one, like all the other foreigners. Um, Or some people have permanent residency or a marriage visa, so they can kind of not do whatever, but they have more flexibility um, with their work. Like a lot of people feel, um, there's kind of like a stigma with English teaching. Like I feel like a lot of people feel like that's the only avenue and it is for a great majority of people, um, especially when you first arrive here. So I feel like a lot of people are like just working their hardest to get away from that like doing their own personal passions while teaching English and then trying to um, go into that. Like a lot of people I know do photography or filmmaking, acting, modeling, design. Um, There's so many really cool creative people out here, but it's just a matter of figuring out how to do that, solely do that here um, without having to do English teaching or something else like that. What were the next steps that you took um, after you got your new job and move to the city? The next steps. Um, I think I, so I moved, moved here and everything, um, got my job and I really wanted to, I'm, I was happy to do the job, like doing the acting and all that, but I also really got interested in doing modeling um, and acting, but not just like kid acting, but maybe more um, like adult, or like teen acting, like just not for like little kids and stuff. <laughs> um, so I've been trying to really find more opportunities to do that. And in the city, there's a lot, there's a lot of people who are looking to create creative stuff. Um, so I try to like meet as many people as I could and go to fun events. And um, so I was doing that. And then I was also just trying to get used to Osaka and just living in the city. So trying to go out as much as I could on the weekends, trying to um, go to the tourist spots, but then also go to more hole-in-the-wall places. Um, yeah, just kind of get accustomed to it. And yeah, just going out and putting myself out there. What was it like in your first like modeling job over there? <laughs> like, how did you get it? And like, what did it feel like? And how did it turn out in your opinion? Like just the whole overall experience? Yeah, so... I mean, there's a variety. There's some collaborative work where um, you just do it for exposure. You can say exposure or just kind of like a collaboration, like a creative collaboration with others. And then there's some like ad ones that are paid. And then there's some, I've been doing a lot for um, students at school who like are at beauty school and are doing contests and stuff like that. Um, But the first one, I guess it's kind of scary because if it's all Japanese people, um, it's really intimidating as a foreigner because it's like, oh my gosh, if they ask me to, if they have a request for me, if I can't understand it, then I'm worrying about that. Um, ha- having conversation, like, well, getting my makeup or hair done, like, I worry about sounding 
like silly because my Japanese is like beginner but everyone is just really nice and like I really love about um, people here like even if you aren't really good at Japanese like you can you can use what you got and they will take it and like run with it and they'll really try to get you talking and they're just really supportive and like you talking and practicing even if you sound really really beginner level um and yeah everyone's really kind and really polite and like yeah it's really nice to work with people here was your first modeling job with like another creative or was it with a student my first job i think that would be with a student okay yeah that cool. is cool okay so then following that first job um what were the other ones like afterwards? Because I mean, I've only seen the photos, so I'm like, <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they. It just depends. Like they vary a lot because some people. It depends like who, who they're doing um, or what they're doing this project for. Like some are more casual and it's fun because it's um, like maybe it's my friend who's a photographer and we're all doing this collab together and we're having a good time relaxing. But um, sometimes it can be like perhaps a little more serious if it's for um, like an ad or something like that. So that kind of like sets the mood, um, but usually it's pretty like relaxed and and fun. And um, yeah, it's always surprising because the looks that you get like are, especially at the makeup schools, <laughs> I don't really know what I'm going into, but I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> it's really cool. Like the creative looks and I'm really always surprised at the talent of whether it be the photographers or the makeup artist or the hair artist, because I'm like, I can never do that. <laughs> like, they are really talented. It's really cool. Wow. Um, how, I mean, how has your experience been also with, um, like, do you get to like strategize with like the people you're working with? Do they like curate a look like, based on like your like your like blonde hair or anything like that or like how does that work like like do you get cast as the model like are you you know what I mean like I'm just like how does this all work yeah. <laughs> um yeah it just really it varies which kind of shoot it would be um if it's for like a contest at like a creative beauty school or something like that usually the student has an idea for the look um and they'll usually ask me a few days or weeks in advance so they have I'm sure that they would like look at my hair and my features and think okay like what suits her best um but lately I've been wearing wigs um <laughs> so um yeah my hair's look wild um it's so fun or... your bangs are <laughs> iconic thank you oh my gosh um so yeah, they usually set it up in that way there. But if it's like, like recently, um, this photographer that I met through mutual friends, we kind of curated something together for like a Christmas shoot. And we both had like a meeting and we both made some props and kind of set up the concept. So that was fun. That was more collaborative. And yeah, that's, I've been trying to do that lately because like, it's fun to just show up and model, but sometimes you're like, oh, I wish I could have a say and like, the theme or I wish I could have more involvement um it just feels nice and it feels like you can just practice being creative you know so I've been trying to do that a bit more recently but yeah if it's something like an ad or a contest then maybe it's hard to stray from what 
the photographer or the student or the artist had in mind because um yeah they usually plan that greatly in advance but when it's a collaborative when there is room for collaborative opportunity I try to always take that do you think that you'll get like do you see yourself in like a position like that where you're like doing behind the scenes the strategy the creative um like in the future as you're in Japan or just in general like yeah I mean I I really hope so um I'm actually going part-time with my job in March so I hope that and I'm doing that specifically to have like more free time with this stuff because oh my god lately it's just been non-stop working and I'll have my weekends but I'm tired yeah. <laughs> I don't want to do anything yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> um so like when I have more free time I really want to start doing that more because yeah like I'll, like going back to TikTok I'll see stuff on TikTok and I'm like oh my god that's a really good idea where I'll be like hey I have cool ideas like that too I want to execute them but yeah I just I just need that free time um but I really hope to do so because a lot of photographers or models or artists I work with they're always like yeah if you have a, an idea Chloe like let me know let's make it come to life wow and that's so fun super yeah they're like really open to doing that which is cool um so there's definitely people out here to do it but I need to be more proactive about this but yeah I really want to make that happen yes I mean my therapist she has been very like very strongly encouraging me like been a a pillar in my like journey to being more vulnerable on social media and everything. Mm -hmm. And she was saying, she's like, even if you like are too tired to record or blah, blah, blah. She's like, at least write the idea down so that when you do have the energy or the time, then you can record that and like post it, you know, like, right. Yeah. Like just like random. Um, I'm thinking about my therapy session that I had on Thursday and this is like why I'm like saying that she was like, write it down. It's a funny TikTok because of this therapy <laughs> session. And yeah. I had gone to coffee with a friend and it ran like to like right up to my like therapy at 11, you know? So it was like, mm-hmm. uh oh, um, but I just, <laughs> I took the therapy in the car, you know, I'll resume. Yeah. It's like, okay. But so interestingly, I was uh, um, parked next to a fire station. So then to the left of me, there's all these firefighters. And, you know, like, I mean, like, uh, I don't know if everyone knows, but <laughs> part of the routine is to change their clothes before they get on the truck and everything. Oh, and right, yeah. <laughs> so I'm seeing like these grown men like taking off their pants and like, like not nothing like like they're all wearing shorts and stuff, you know, but yeah. it was just like it was just so random. I'm like having therapy, like talking to my therapist, like holding my phone, just like with the window. Like I was like, I don't want to overheat. So I got to crack the window. Uh, I'm like, can the whole neighborhood hear me and my traumas? Maybe. Um, And literally I like, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, they're, uh, they're about to drive off and like, they're about to make noise. I was like, wait one sec. So I like start like pivoting the camera. So my therapist is also yeah. in on this so, so, so she can participate, you know, and I'm like showing her and then they're like driving and they're like waving and like all this stuff. And they're like, <laughs> like all this random oh shit. And I was just like, what and she was like oh my god what a great tiktok idea she's like write that down and i'm like okay that's so encouraging oh yeah oh yeah and she also um 
introduced me to this girl named like I can't remember her last name how to say it because I just like found out about her like yesterday but mm-hmm. her name is like Drew a follow something like that <gasps> do you I know who she her. is yes okay yes she just hit like over <laughs> five million yeah like freaking I'm I love her so much so my therapist also recommended her to me and those videos helped me feel more comfortable about like Good. the rawness of yeah. TikTok and everything right but um it's hard to feel comfortable definitely posting. like it's I don't know it's weird like if I'm having my phone up and like talking sometimes it's fine but sometimes I'll think too much about it and I'm like I'm literally just recording myself and then I'll like get in my head about it and I'm like oh my god people are look perceiving me like this just the idea of people perceiving you is weird and kind of scary (laughs) no I feel that it's definitely like a thought that I've had um but yeah I'm just like I don't know like literally on my TikTok on the bio it says like embracing the cringe because I'm like (laughs) yeah we need to embrace it more literally literally I mean I love the videos like of Drew and her like um, when she's celebrating like every time like another million happens and (laughs) she's like she green screens it and on the green screen it's just like comments from like really like mean comments towards her like all this stuff and she's like 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 fuck you like middle finger up you know and she's (laughs) like um she's like all all you do is hate and all I see are dollar signs like type of shit you know it's true and I'm just like yes yes right so yeah um but so you've now been in Japan for three years almost two in March okay okay amazing so how was it like during the pandemic and everything so like they were when was the last time you've been home Oh my God. Literally um, two years ago, I had like, I, I literally had tickets to come home in Christmas, but then everyone was saying, so they, right when, that's like when Omicron came about and then Japan banned people from, I'm not sure if it was all of Africa or certain parts, but they banned foreigners. Even if like you're permanent resident or whatever, um, leaving Japan, you still couldn't get back in if you were coming from Africa. Um, so then many people were like worried. They're like, this is such a sudden decision. So then everyone was like really hesitant upon going home because they thought if they went home and they changed the decision, then they couldn't get back in. Cause that's happened to like many people like of all. Yeah. And then you're stuck. Um, yeah. Like in other and, countries. Right. Yeah. Like even people who have like families here who have been living here for like 20 plus years, like it doesn't matter. <laughs> um, so I canceled my ticket home like out of fear of that because that's just that's worse than I'd rather like wait one more year to see my family than do that because I'm all stuck and have my apartment here like that's just that's a mess yeah no that's like I like personally I got Omicron I'm like Omarion um (laughs) um my last day of isolation was like the 22nd and I also had to like move my Christmas plans for the same covid traveling all of that stuff yeah but yeah so okay so you almost two years and you started modeling and just doing like creative endeavors with other people in the city 
I'm like, what's next? Like, what what is in what is in store for <laughs> Chloe? <laughs> um, I want to try to do more acting. Like, I've been doing some modeling stuff. Um, I've been doing some collab, some paid, and with acting, I just recently did like one thing. I had like a small role in a short film for like a film festival. Um, and ever since that, I was like, oh my God, that was so fun. Like I wanna do more of it. Um, but a lot of the stuff is in Tokyo. So, which is about eight hour drive from Osaka. Oh, wow. Or a two hour Shinkansen, which is the bullet train. Okay. Um, so I'm thinking about like, maybe looking at agencies or opportunities in Tokyo because I'll have some more free time if I'm switching my schedule at my at my job now. So maybe I can go out there um, and do some stuff there and then like come back and work or, yeah, I don't know. Like I've, I've been thinking like, should I move to Tokyo? But it's hard because Osaka is like, every, there's always like a running debate, like Osaka or Tokyo. Osaka is more like smaller, and um, I don't really even know how to describe it. I think more people, many people want to make Osaka like this really great big place because maybe pe- people are tired of um, people saying, oh, everything's in Tokyo. And people are like, no, stuff's in Osaka too. Like Osaka has its culture and it's, um, you know, it's great things about it. So it's hard to decide. Um, there's, they are two really great cities, but yeah, one Tokyo just seems to have more of those opportunities for like the paid work. Um, but it is more saturated in people also looking to work in that field. I'm like, I can imagine you like taking the bullet train, um, <laughs> you know, and just like best of both worlds, like living like in Osaka, but then also getting to have even more opportunities in Tokyo. That would be fun. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I would be like, like I would like die to like see the whole behind the scenes concept behind all the modeling like gigs that you've done because they're beyond <laughs> like I swear like whenever they'll pop up on my phone or if it's like you posted it recently or something I'll like pull that shit out and be like look at this look at my friend look at what she's doing in Japan <laughs> Thank you. yeah I'm it's not Thank like you're so just much. like here's some eyeliner <laughs> you know like these are like legit looks I'm like look at her yeah. look at that like these artists are crazy. Yeah, I'm like, so How? talented. I like I literally, and then you freaking like floating. I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm like oh what God. was that? Like, <laughs> what? like, what was that? That, oh my God. I was so sore after that. That was in an aerial studio for my friend's shoot. He wants to do like a concept of someone like floating in the sky and yeah, it's, it's literally where people go to practice like aerial acrobatic stuff. And it looks like easy, but oh my God, you have to use your, if you don't use your core strength, then it goes to your lower back. And then it's just, oh my God, it's really hard. And then all the blood rushes to your head and then you have a headache. It is really, really difficult, but it was fun and it looks cool. How long so, were you like, matters. yeah, I'm like, how long were you up there? Like I could only lay back in that position for maybe like 20 seconds oh, um, okay. any longer it's oh my god you could pass out I think I was just about to say because yeah, it's not natural <laughs> but it's fun I just have like this image like 
Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, You good? You good? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's amazing. Crazy. Um <laughs> what you posted was that was that like behind the scenes? Was that the concept like is there a, fi- yeah. a final like yeah so that was behind the scenes okay um, okay the Perfect. final Just sure. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's gonna be like really edited and you're not gonna see the um the harness or the strings but um yeah you know like you're talking about behind the scenes I do want to film more of that because like again with TikTok I always see behind the scenes stuff but I don't know sometimes I feel weird like hey can I film this <laughs> but maybe I should just ask um literally i have like <laughs> i'm like where is it oh it's right here perfect um like i have like this like phone stand and literally That's like it's so small like you can just throw it in your tote whatever and then right. either that or a water bottle or like i would yeah. just prop my phone <laughs> up against anything and then click right, yeah. like hands-free on instagram or just like record regular on like iphone and <sighs> You just get the content, then you can edit it later, you know? Like, you can cut things, you can Still, yeah. make all the fun, like, effects or whatever. Um, that would be so sick. Because every time I see these looks, I'm, like, now I'm, like, at this point where I'm so excited. I'm like, what's next? What's next? You know, I'm like, what is she going to pull out <laughs> no. next? All of a sudden, she's fucking Thank floating you. upside down. Okay, what's next? <laughs> I'm like, is she Billie Eilish? A little bit. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like it's so cool. I'm just like, yeah. It's like I, you're so like, like humble and like casual about it. And I'm like, girl, like not everyone just goes to Japan and they're just like modeling these like sick looks, you know? Like, well, thank you so much. Honestly, yeah. like that's that's nice to hear. I don't know. Sometimes you always feel like that imposter syndrome. I'm always like, oh my god, what am I doing? Who do I think I am? Like, I feel that. I, I don't know. I go back and forth. Sometimes I'm like, yeah, this is cool. Like I'm taking a leap out of my comfort zone, living somewhere different. But then sometimes I'm like, oh my God, what, what am I doing? Like, can I even, am I capable of doing this? And it's just always the back and forth between like that internal dialogue. Um, But yeah, hearing like something from a different perspective, like someone who sees it like from the outside looking in, I guess, um, that always is interesting to me because like I see everything like through you know just my own biases and like my own filter on everything so thank you for saying that of course oh my god <laughs> literally nice, encouraging yeah little I'm like I don't know it's so exciting to you I'm like we went to, I'm like we went to school together I'm like I know you you're not just like a stranger <laughs> you know like it's so like I don't know it just I think it's so fun and then I don't well, know same to you like with your podcast that's I've always wanted to have like a blog or something like that um, where I can just like share stuff all the time. So that's so cool that you have a podcast. Thank you. I want to listen to more of your stuff. Thank you so much. If you were to like talk to like if we were sitting in the same conversation, the two of us when we were in person at SDSU together and I would have told you, Chloe, you're going to move to Japan. You're going to be modeling, doing all these creative projects and you're gonna meet like a great guy that you're gonna live with eventually in japan like in your guys own apartment like you would have been like shut the fuck up that's true yeah (laughs) like i always think about stuff like that actually or even just something like even just graduating college no (laughs) i I was like oh my god why even get to college (laughs) 
Yeah, I always thought about that stuff. Um, yeah, that is weird. I always think about that. Like, like right now we know where we are. Like, but yeah, if you could talk to your past self or if your future self could talk to you now, like that's just crazy to think. Literally, I literally. I, I always want to talk to my future self. <laughs> yes. I mean, I'm like, I wish we can. I'm like, we could talk to our past selves by like writing ourselves a letter to the future. Right. But yeah. I don't know. I think it's so freaking cool. I had like literally a conversation with a friend this morning about like this. And just for me, I remember being in college, full-time student, working three plus jobs, internships, all of that stuff right. just to like pay rent. <laughs> and be a student like just to I don't do it all somehow right. and the whole time I remember <clears throat> just like manifesting and dreaming of a time when I would be like living on my own in my own apartment and like not being a student and like being like a human like outside of the college area yeah you know yeah. and just like all these different things and TikTok podcast. If someone yeah. was like, "You're gonna have a podcast," yeah. I would have been like, "No, I think my anxiety right, right. would like not allow that." <laughs> so yeah, yeah. But hey, here you are. <laughs> exactly, exactly. But then also like these things happen, and I feel like we're. I mean, at least you tell like let me know what you think. But at least for me, I feel like we're constantly, constantly trying to just like work on ourselves, grow, get to the next mm -hmm. thing, move on, process, whatever, that sometimes we don't take enough time to like sit in the present moment and give our, and allow like that space for ourselves to really reflect on how far we've come and like how much growth we have had. Um, mm -hmm. And I think that's definitely something that I see tremendously in you. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Same with you. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I think you're right, like with the present moment stuff. Yeah, it, it's so easy to get caught up in thinking like, okay, how how am I going to evolve like from now? How can I do more? Um, yeah, exactly. I'm always thinking about that. But yeah, I think like, like you said, sitting in the present moment, looking, okay, where am I now? How did I get here? What have I accomplished in order to get here? That is really crucial. Um, and if we don't take that time to realize that, then, you know, we will always be in the cycle of, what's next, what's next, and not really acknowledging our accomplishments, which are huge, and we should acknowledge and we should praise ourselves for them, you know? Yeah, I mean, literally, I'm like, I don't, it's so funny, because, like, I keep saying, like, we haven't seen each other, like, physically since we were both, yeah. like, at, at school, um, right. but it's so interesting to stay in touch with people, over social media and have that kind of like relationship with people because for me I'm like I remember when you like cut your bangs you know like <laughs> and I'm like oh this is iconic you know like this is like a new fucking era of <laughs> Chloe like literally like love the bangs literally I'm like I just I just actually got some myself like <laughs> they look good thank like you them. thank you I'm trying to still figure out how to style these bitches I'm like <laughs> They look nice. Thank they you. frame your face well. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, my hairstylist is a queen. I'm going to have her um, on an episode of my podcast. But oh, good. Yeah. Cool. So, like, she's so fucking cool. Um, nice. But yeah, I know. It's just, I don't know. It's so interesting, like, life. And like, I, I, I thought you've been there for three years, but you've all, almost two. <laughs> and like, for, you know what I mean? It just right. somehow, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, time feels so slow, but so fast at, I know. at all at once. And I know. yeah, I don't know. What are some, like, things that 
are like upcoming for you that like you're excited about or just like anything like that? I'm really excited to change my work schedule. I'm excited to be more proactive about creative projects. I'm, I'm speaking that into the universe because yes. I have to do yes. it. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, I'm excited to travel more um, because I have traveled a bit around Japan, but it's hard to get free time. Like, and if you just have the weekends, then I don't know. It's sometimes you feel like it's not worth it. But since I'll have a few days at once to travel, I really want to go to more places, maybe take some videos, maybe make like some TikToks or like yeah, YouTube like little, videos like or something. Mini vlogs. <laughs> Yeah, literally, I, I love like watching little some. vlogs on like reels and TikTok. I think they're so right. fun, so fun. Yeah. You would kill that. I know. You would kill that. And I see so many people here making cool ones, and I'm like, oh my god, I could do that too. Because like people will be like, oh, this is what I got from the convenience store. Look at this weird drink, and I'm like, oh my god, I saw that the other day. I could just make a video about it too. Literally, literally. Um, <laughs> yeah, just like documenting more of stuff here. I don't know. Like I haven't been here in long, but some things become normalized pretty quickly here and you're like oh whatever like but then to my friends they're like oh my god that's that thing is so weird or that that thing is so cool but I'm like yeah it is but you just you become so accustomed to it that it doesn't really phase you as much um but you it's important to realize oh that could be interesting to other people because then you could share it on social media or something or write about it or whatever um definitely I mean if you have the thought (laughs) there has to be like people out there who are also having like the same like like why questions that you're having too so right yeah yeah I'm like what would it take I'm just curious for you to move to like Tokyo like what is like the mindset behind that like I guess like I don't know like personal career wise I think um well I still I feel like I haven't like lived in Osaka and like experienced it to its fullest extent yet so I kind of want to do that more um just kind of go to more places here just kind of like because I feel like one year just isn't enough to live in a city so maybe like two years or so and also with Tokyo um I feel like it's a huge leap a lot of people tell me it's just I mean I've traveled there a few times but people say living there is just like really different and it's so big it's kind of like hard to fathom and it's not as like small of a social circle like it is here or like it can be here. So I think, yeah, just experiencing Osaka more, um, having more experience in creative stuff, kind of like practicing more, um, just having more on my portfolio. And then to Tokyo, I'd really want to be ready. I'd want to feel really confident to go out there and like have defined goals. Um, or if there's like an, a talent agency or something that would sign me or sponsor my visa or something like that that would definitely give me another reason to go because yeah like that's a lot that's another challenge getting a sponsorship for this stuff because you can do it when you work a full-time job or part-time but of course you want to be able to have like um more time to go to auditions to go to shoots and whatnot but yeah if you're working full-time it's kind of difficult but to be able to do the modeling or acting or creative stuff full time, you usually would need like a certain visa or you need like a really flexible schedule, but the sponsorships are quite rare or so I've heard. Um, but that would be really cool <laughs> if I got a sponsorship. Yeah. How do you get a sponsorship? Like what, what do you like need for that? Well, I've talked, I've only talked to a few people who have sponsorships, but a lot of people will get the sponsorship from, they'll be like 
modeling or acting or doing whatever in their home country and then get the sponsorship there and then get asked to live in Japan or maybe they'll come out here and just apply and get it but yeah I don't know I I've never applied to a Tokyo agency because you usually have to live there and have an address oh Um, okay I think for like paying taxes and also for like just being available for auditions but so yeah I'm not sure how like that visa process works like if they'd be like okay we'll have you as talent but we can't sponsor you or maybe you have to book a certain number of um, roles or something like that Um, I'm not sure but I know in Osaka like usually they don't sponsor your visa they'll accept you as talent but maybe you have to have many jobs with the agency to be sponsored like maybe you have to make their time worthwhile got it okay it's tricky it's really hard and finding time to do that is hard as well with like the full-time work requirement for your visa so it's like uh, it's hard (laughs) oh my gosh how so for the full-time do you have to fulfill like do you have to like submit something like like your hours or like how do they keep track of that well like how do they know (laughs) like they want you here nine to four or nine to six I work nine to six sometimes seven or eight (laughs) like Monday through Friday um so I think you have to hit maybe 30 or 40 hours to immigration okay I think um but it's also the company's discretion like they they won't give you a visa unless you work full-time for them usually um and then like with health insurance and healthcare stuff like you have to meet a certain minimum of hours so that's like another factor in everything. And then like you have pension to pay for. So it's just, it's those little things. Um, and it's usually under like the discretion of the company, but then it's also immigration. So it's, you have to like get approval from like both parties in a way. So it can be a bit tricky. So do most people like go through with the process or it, they're just like, no. <laughs> So if sponsorships are like more rare, then what does everyone else do? For like modeling and acting? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, sure. I was like, we'll we'll start there. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people that I've talked to, maybe they are in Tokyo and they have a sponsorship there or maybe they've gotten it before. So like they didn't come here with no plan. Like maybe they already had it from their home country or maybe they came here and just got it. I'm not too sure with that, but some people I've met are also half Japanese. So they like have the citizenship here. So that makes it a bit easier. Some people are married. Some people have permanent residency or some people work multiple jobs. So they have something called a self-sponsoring visa. So they are able to have more flexibility because they aren't like contractually working for solely one company. But yeah, there's so many, there's so many different like backgrounds I've heard from people doing this stuff. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's intimidating. It's like, okay, wh- what should I do then? <laughs> How did you figure out what to do? Well, I just, I tried to find, so, okay, my main problem was not having time to go to auditions. So I was like, okay, where else? So I'll go to the auditions I can. Where else can I get this kind of work? Where else can I do this kind of creative stuff? Um, and then on Instagram, people started to reach out after I did some shoots with people like I reached out to some people and then I met some people posted some pictures they posted some pictures of me and then people started to reach out on Instagram and then yeah so usually on Instagram is where I do most of 
modeling stuff um, or Facebook, they have like more acting audition stuff. That's where I did the short film from Facebook. So yeah, just social media, honestly, like if you can't do the traditional avenue of going through agencies, then yeah, luckily we have social media now. And that's where a lot of people do collabs or creative stuff, I think. That's like my main, my main source for now. Yes. No, I feel that I recently started, um, freelancing and (gasps) freelancing what? So, uh, um, I'm like, <laughs> so, um, it's like a combination of things, I guess. It's like content creation, um, oh, cool. social media management, um, scouting locations for photo shoots. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know, just like all different stuff, like based on like what the client needs. Um, That's so cool. Yeah. No, I oh mean, my God, I just I started, it. just started. So I'm also just like what is this? What is that? Figuring everything out. But it is like, like you said, I love social media. Like it's a love hate, of course, but, um, (laughs) professionally I love it. Um, and I don't know, it's really interesting, um, to also be like starting out because I find that there's so much opportunity for collaboration because there's so many people who are also starting out or they're maybe like one year, two years into like whatever career. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, I know it's so wild. And then also because like some agencies, like some of their retainers or just their rates in general could be so expensive. And for like someone just starting out, like, like I can't afford that, you know? So yeah. Um, (laughs) But that's literally the best, excuse me, that's the best way to build your portfolio um, with that collaborative work. It's because it's literally it's like, I don't know, I feel like sometimes people say like, I don't know, I don't know why this is coming up right now, but I think it makes (laughs) sense um, that people will say that when you have your own business to hire people who are good at the things that you're not good at. And Mm -hmm. I feel like that is relevant to creators also. And like maybe like makeup is not your professional like career, but you are the model for this, like oftentimes like amazing photo shoots of this, like I'm just like this makeup, like what is happening? I'm like, this is so fucking sick. But um yeah, it's just, I don't know. I don't, it's, pfft. I'm literally just like, I, every time you post a new one, I swear I'm like floored every time. Thank you. <laughs> I, I'm just like, I like, I'm like, please create content for TikTok with these B, like BTS I things. To. I would literally be your number one hype woman. Um, I was like, I would love to see this content, please. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just that it's that fear. I need to like, get over that and it's I don't know I think perfectionism also maybe no, can be same, something same I feel you with. you have yeah, to surrender always, you have yes, to surrender that's it honestly I feel like I'm even with yeah just with everything like or even with studying Japanese I find myself studying and then I'm like oh my god this notebook doesn't turn the page I don't like how it turns the page I need to get a new notebook and then what color should I write this in should I use flashcards or should I use online and then if it's like a different handwriting I'm like oh my God, this is not aesthetic. And then I just like freak out about. Yes, not same. Th- and it sounds so strange. I mean, <laughs> like, 
just stupid. It's it's not stupid. I feel the same way. And for me, like, that's why everything's digital for me. Like, my calendar, everything's yeah. color-coded. Because, like, mm-hmm. my handwriting, it's not, like, the type of handwriting that's, like, consistent. It can be big. It can be small. You know, like, Mine's so wild. then... <laughs> like don't even ask me to write in like a permanent like right. marker mm-hmm. or pen or something because I'm just like if I mess up like I'm like tearing the whole page I gotta start brand new you know like right. if it's not like organized so it's not stupid at all and literally like even with like my podcast people are like just freaking start the podcast like I was so scared and but I like love podcasts so much I was so scared but they're like just start it and then make the tweaks like along the way you know, because you can only like go up. Mm-hmm. Well, I guess you can right. go down. That's you can get point. canceled, but I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> oh I'm just kidding. But you know what I mean? It's just like, I don't know. That's from like the videos, the influencers, the people I keep saying, they're like, stop letting the fear mm-hmm. of like what if or what could go wrong, like stop you from like putting out this content, stop you from being like vulnerable and just like, like truly relatable like right and that applies with truly everything like even with working out like I try to go back to the gym lately and then I'm thinking well maybe I should research workouts first before I go but then I'm like you know I'm just gonna go and just do what I know how to do and then if I want to try a different machine maybe I'll research it after and then I'll do it the next day like but that I feel like that's something a lot of us know, but it's really hard to just put into practice. Like we know the, there will never be the perfect time or the perfect amount of like readiness or preparation, I guess. But yeah, it's hard to change your mindset to fit that. But I think once you do like, then that's it. You're unstoppable. You're just, you're doing it. <laughs> Literally when you just kind of, when you get rid of the fear of like, I don't know, judgment or I don't know. I feel like you have to just like take yourself like not too seriously and just be like open to I don't know, like the video that I told you, like is it's going viral. Like there's in the comment section, people being like, is there anyone else that doesn't know like what the purpose of this video is? And then you go on these people's profiles. They have no videos (laughs) like they don't put any content out. It's like, don't. Don't sit by on your computer and say, like, anything along the, like, lines of being mean or, like, judgmental in any way when, like, you yourself are not even, like, putting yourself out there, you know? Right. It's one thing if they're, like, putting out videos and they're, like, letting themselves be vulnerable and then they're, like, I'm so passionate about this comment that I feel the need to put it on your video, your specific video. (laughs) That it it's always baffles like, me. It's like, why? Literally. Yeah. Why are you shaming others for being vulnerable or like putting out stuff that they think is funny? And like, it's just. I think it's a projection it's of them. <laughs> I think it's a projection of their own insecurities. Is, yeah. Truly. Um, yeah. I'm like, they're just jealous. <laughs> because yeah, they, because they don't probably. love themselves that much. Like. Right. Yeah. It's sad. I feel bad for those people. Them. <laughs> I'm like, I would pity them, but they're mean. So I can't pity them. <laughs> um but yeah no I oh my god I'm like I really hope you do like behind the scenes I like I just imagine it like 
I'm like, I can creative direct it. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> All <laughs> that, the way from San Diego. <laughs> creative directing. That's really cool. I would, that's definitely like an avenue I want to explore. But, um, you should, definitely. Thank you. I'm like, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I would like, I can imagine seeing like TikTok videos of like the detail shots, you know? So it's like the details of like literally like the eye makeup, the hair, the wigs, like the the outfits, like the like how do how does the photographer like do this effect and make like is it all like it's so interesting. Like I literally have a friend who like, she took these really cool photos on her iPhone, and I was like, how did you do that? Like, what is this effect? What is this filter? Like, I don't, like, please, like, teach me. And yeah. <laughs> she was like, literally, I just took this, like, cellophane, like, that was, like, holographic colored, and she just mm. put it in front of the, her iPhone camera lens and then took That's these idea. <laughs> iconic fucking photos that look like it's, like, a 90s, like, baby girl, like, pink pink rosy like vibes and I was just like what like it it can be so simple as that literally it could be so simple as someone designating like a corner in their house to have a space to consistently post like I don't know like get ready with me videos or something like that you know it's like right I don't know I think it's really like I don't know I posted a TikTok that I filmed yesterday, but I posted today, and it was a TJ Maxx haul, and I just I fucking love TJ Maxx, and this is what I'm saying that I'm just like, fuck the haters. If someone's gonna be like ill, like then it's just like shut the fuck up. Like (laughs) you're just a sad hater. No one likes a troll, and that's you, bro. Bro. Yeah, you just gotta create what you want. Exactly, exactly. But so in this video, um, I like um I was like I'm trying I'm starting to like try to like normalize me talking about this but I smoke weed so like (laughs) like okay yeah I'm like love it smoke it all the things um super like literally had a a guest who has like a weed company and makes like shrimp shrimp chips that are like cannabis infused that's cool yeah yeah like so (laughs) sick so in the video like my bongs like literally like in the back and I texted the video to my therapist and I was like do you think I'm gonna get like hate for this or like blah 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 and she's like I honestly didn't notice it until you said something um and she's like I don't think like anyone's gonna really like think anything of it Mm -hmm. um but like that was like something that came up for me as like an insecurity I'm like well I'm like, oh my gosh, what about like future employers or like blah, blah, blah. Mm. And I'm just like, if you don't accept me for me, then like what, why am I like in that position, you know? Right. Yeah. I always think about that too. If I post a picture, I'm like, is this inappropriate? (laughs) But I'm like, you know what? I hate, no, I I don't want to have to always like worry about what I'm posting because of the future employer stuff or like you know just something if people will think this is inappropriate um like stuff that's like blatantly inappropriate I guess I I understand that but like if it's something where it's more opinion based I think it's dismissive you know yes and that's really cool that you can just send that that your therapist like you just text her that's really cool oh yeah no I I love her I could talk about her forever I wish I could have her on this podcast but she's you know like legally she has to like stay anonymous I was literally just thinking that I was like you should have her but yeah that makes sense oh no we've talked about it so many times (laughs) 
Um, she has her own podcast. She's also like half Hello. Jewish, half like we're both Jewish, but like parents, like one's Catholic, one's Jewish. So like she totally relates to that mm-hmm. and like how I grew up oh, cool. and she's yeah. a queen. I love her so much. I'm like, nice. shout out my therapist. I don't want to say her name. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, I don't know for me. Like, I've been applying for jobs and finding that people don't want to pay me a salary that I think is normal. Um, right. Also, for, like, like <laughs> literally, a little above livable. Like, you know, just a little, literally, I'm like, I'd like to save some shekels, just some. Right. Just yeah. a little. Like, so I have some, like, future security, you know, like. Yeah. Um, totally reasonable. Right. Like not that much to ask for, I I think, but apparently it is. Um, and with the cost of living and everything. So Oh right. Yeah, so it's just it's it's a roller coaster. But um like I started freelancing because like the opportunity to do so like through networking in like mm-hmm. just the most like random way. Um Literally, like, now I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm freelancing. And then all of a sudden I'm like, the client's like, oh, can you send me a contract? Can you? And I'm like, how do I do that? You know, I'm like, <laughs> You're like wait. yeah, I'm like, how, how, do, I write, how do I write a contract? Like, yeah, what the fuck? Like, so I've been right. doing so much research on, like, freelancing and, like, what people use and, like, mm-hmm. all of the helpful, like, tips and everything. And it's so interesting because, I don't know, like, I've... I'm having so much fun. So it's like, oh my God, like Good. someone's paying me and I'm right. really enjoying this. Like who knew, who knew? Right. But then I think about all the people who are like creatives, like in their own industries or like on whatever platforms or whatever and how those people, or even just literally like photo shoots or product shots for, I don't know, summer Fridays or like stuff like that, mm-hmm. you know, just, Literally, like, the behind the scenes is, like, oh, here's a box. Here's, like, a thing. We're, like, spraying some water on it. There's sand yeah. that we took from the beach, and we threw it yeah, right yeah. here on the surface. It's really close up, and then, boom, it's an iconic shot for Sephora.com. You know right. what I mean? It's, like, I think with the imposter syndrome, like, one of the reasons why that thought is so, like, oh, my gosh, to me, because it's, like, no, you can do that, too. You're allowed to do it and you can do it. You know what I mean? If you have like the openness to figure it out and like want to learn and like challenge yourself, then like truly and surrendering. Surrendering is like the number Number one, one. number one. Um, Then I think you really like can do it. And that's, that's really so true. Like if you look at someone, you're like, oh my God, I love how they post their breakfast every morning it looks so cool just do the same thing literally make a cool breakfast figure out good lighting like just having the same I can do it too attitude I guess you'd say like if you're always looking at someone um wow I wish I could always post so many reels like that then just literally doing that okay I can do it too like um yeah just ridding the imposter syndrome and then telling yourself that you are capable of doing the same creative thing as well. Uh, I'm like, I really want to go on TikTok and like see behind the scenes, like footage of these shoots you've been on. Like they, 
I, I love seeing your stories on them. So I'm like, give me the TikToks. <laughs> That's a good idea. Honestly, like I haven't thought so much about that. I, I don't know. I'm more like, I have been more focused on like, oh, the final result, like just posting the picture. But, you know, that is a really good idea to capture like what leads up to that moment. Um, and because it gives you a chance to have the video, like, because, you know, like reels are doing so well lately and just, and it's kind of more interesting to watch at least for me, like I like to watch videos more than yes. look at pictures. Same, so. same. And also at this, like simultaneously, you'd be like gaining all this experience that like you can take into like every future, every project thing that you do and be like, well, I do have behind the scenes um, experience on an acrobatic like shoot on like you know like I don't I don't know I'm just like (laughs) at the top of my head um but you know what I mean like those are like I can't say that like I don't have that experience like that's like if someone's like oh I need someone to like do this you're like oh I already have experience like hire me duh you know like (laughs) hey I have an acrobat look at me (laughs) literally I mean and if you also like have some kind of like behind the scenes TikTok that could be like your portfolio I don't know you know like right yeah portfolios like I wonder how they will be in the future because it used to be just like all pictures and, but yeah, with like videos being so big, how do you like showcase them, right? I do want to make a portfolio with like videos and pictures. I'm like trying to right now with all my freelance work and like all this stuff too. Yeah. 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 No, I'm like, same girl. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe just portfolios will be just a link to your social media. I feel like that's could be fine. I mean, so (laughs) I feel like a lot of people like they have like a website and they'll like buy like their name as the domain at least or that's what I've seen. So that's what I've done. And that's what I've been told to do. So um, yeah, I just like bought the domain. But now the problem that I have is that like I don't have all this patience in the world to sit on Squarespace and figure out how to change all the minute details to get them to like the aesthetic (laughs) vision that I have in my head. So like for me right now, that's like an issue I've run into. So I'm like, maybe I need to like find like an intern or someone who is learning about this in school or like community college or something, you know, like someone like who is also on this like newness, like Mm -hmm. of their career kind of level. So I don't know. It feels like, Sometimes it could be intimidating to go to like a bigger like agency or like group or collective, whatever, but um, like individuals, like the power of like a DM or like a cold email, you know, to someone with like true intentions and like, I don't know, you're like when you put like yourself into it, like it resonates, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. But... Yeah, I'm like, I really want to know about your relationship, but I'll save that for when we're not <laughs> recording. <laughs> um, Sounds good. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I'm so excited to see all of like the things you're about to do. I'm been excited of all the things you've been doing. I'm so <laughs> I'm like, try, like try not to put the pressure on you, but I am like manifesting like a behind the scenes video of these like shoots and just like everything you're involved in I'm honestly like I think you're like one of the coolest people ever like you're literally like my <laughs> random college friend who now lives in Japan is modeling like 
your boyfriend seems very nice and cool and he's like into punk like <laughs> you guys are just like this rad couple i'm just like Thank you oh so my much. god you guys look sick also like literally you're just like <laughs> like so cute and grungy i'm like <laughs> i love it i love it but yes i'm so Thank excited so though i'm literally like please please post stuff on tiktok <laughs> yes i will honestly you're motivating me too um and watch more yeah, drew same with you drew drew speaks <laughs> yeah. the truth Drew is the best. Yes. And, yeah, and you know, yeah. yeah, I'm excited to listen to your podcast and um, see how your freelance stuff goes. Like that's, I feel like you're really blossoming right now, like post-college. Like I feel like you're, um, I don't know. I feel like always after college, people are like finding their true self or maybe in college, but yeah, I feel like you're like really doing some cool creative stuff. You have a podcast, like, and I think this could, really take you far in life and I hope that you can do this stuff and make your above livable wage yes <laughs> just enough to like have a savings yeah you know right that's all we ask <laughs> not much we don't ask for much just like the bare minimum <laughs> right um yeah so where can everyone find you on social media my instagram is clobico c h l o B-I-K-O. Oh, well, yeah. thank you so much for coming on my podcast. Thank you uh, for having me. 